There are two rather fascinating parts to our gospel this evening. First is with James and John, who have the courage to go to the Lord and say, we want you to give us something. I'm sure the Lord knew what they were going to ask before they asked, but they asked, what do you want? Well, we want to be able to sit one at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. The Lord comes back. Well, can you do these things? Oh, sure we can. We'd be happy to do those things. Well, let me tell you, the cup that I drink, you will drink. And the baptism in which I am baptized, you will be baptized. Are you ready? They really didn't understand. They wanted prestige. They wanted to have power. And it's interesting that John, you would think that the Lord would say yes, because he's the beloved disciple. Yes, I'll let you be at my right or at my left. But no, that's not for him to decide. That's already been decided. It's interesting that of the 12 apostles, the one that the Lord chose was the one that was always putting his foot in his mouth. Because he was always willing to stand up and make a stand, even if it was wrong. But the Lord always forgave him. He was always an example to the other disciples of being forthcoming. And as Christians, we have a tendency to step back and not be as upfront as we should be. To be able to stand up and say, this is what I believe. And I'm proud to be Catholic. I'm proud to profess my faith. But it's interesting, the second part where the disciples, the other ten, became indignant. How dare you ask the Lord for that? I think we do that in our own lives. We see others that have given prestige and we wonder why we aren't. Why was he chosen to do that when I could have done a better job? Why did she do that when I know other people that could do it much better? That's not the point. To be able to be called is the greatest gift. It's like at the meal that the Lord had talked about of the great king and offering this feast. And he invited all these dignitaries to come. And each one, one by one, would say, no, I can't. I have other things to do. I have, don't have the time. So he calls for all of those out in the streets to come and celebrate. They were chosen above the ones that were rich and could provide. We need to ask ourselves, what am I doing in my life? What do I recognize in my own self that needs to be humbled? We have a hard time humbling ourselves, which always reminds me of time in a seminary when one of the greatest priests I've known came to celebrate Mass. And in the chapel, there was behind the, well, where the priest was seated, was elevated a square piece of, of platform. And he goes to sit down, and he falls off the back of it. He gets up, his vestments are all askew. He fixes himself up. And he says before Mass, every time I go to celebrate Mass, I ask the Lord, for humility. 
and all he does is humiliate me. <laughs> Sometimes we need to be humiliated. It puts us in our place. We don't like that. It's difficult. In the times that I've been humiliated, I wanted to run away. I wanted to hide. And yet, to be like St. Peter, never giving up. He was always there to voice what he thought was important. He didn't shy away from it. After the first time, he could have said, I can't do this anymore. But he didn't. He kept doing it. Are we willing to stand up and say, this is important to me? To be able to stand up in front of the abortion clinic and say, this is wrong. Even when there's a great parade that goes down the middle of the street saying, we want abortion. Right by the church. I'm ashamed that I wasn't standing out here saying, what you're doing is wrong. Taking innocent lives is wrong. It's interesting the Lord at the end says, It shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you will be your servant. They, I'm sure they didn't fully understand what that meant till the Last Supper, when the Lord got down on his hands and knees before each and every one of them and washed their feet. That was a humbling experience. But I think it was more humbling for the disciples. I know it when we have the washing of feet, it's hard to get people willing to come up and have their feet washed. I don't want anyone else to see my feet. I hate when I go to the doctor for my diabetes and I have to take off my shoes so he can do that little test to see if I have feeling my feet. I don't want him to see my feet. But it's important to be humbled. God is always humbling us in one way or another. But we put our lives in his hands. And when we do that, everything is washed away. Because he was willing to humble himself for us. He was willing to take upon the cross for us. To die that we could have eternal life. There's no greater gift. May we be open to that gift and proclaiming the Lord's truth to our brothers and sisters, sharing our faith, being humbled in sharing our faith for the greater glory of God.